Hello, folks, and welcome to So You Owned a VW Bus, the podcast fueled by stories from VW owners all over North America. I'm Ryan. And I'm Miracle. We've seen a lot of buses while we've been out on the road. Lots of buses. And we love them all, whatever shape they happen to be in. But there's one bus in particular we saw while we were staying out at Red Bus Brewing in Folsom, California that really caught our eye. It was perhaps the most elegant bus I've ever seen, and it belongs to a super nice guy named Jason Hall. So I have a 1962 split window transport. It was converted from the factory line to a camper. When I picked it up, there was a lot of rust, a lot of things that needed to get done to it. So um, I'm sure there will be a lot of fans that will be upset, but I ended up pulling everything out. Um, and so it was one It was one color, which was the uh, turquoise, I, I guess would be the color. Um, and so I decided that I needed to uh, change that to uh, the two-tone. So I went with a uh, pale blue and uh, a cumulus white. And Pale Blue 62 is the name of my company. Uh, so I, I kind of, you know, wrap the words. But uh, it's, you know, like a, a cream on the inside. Uh, we got the uh, Pale Blue with the uh, Cumulus White coming down the middle. The uh, Pale Blue emblem on the front. Uh, it's got the camper windows. Uh, which I've just shined up. They were aluminum on the side, so I have. There's a total of five of those: three on one, two on the other. Uh, I've got Safari windows on the front, a Safari window on the back window, and uh, I just got it done through. Uh, hope I can say a Combi house here in Sacramento. They're the ones that kind of finished it up and made sure it was all looking nice for me. But uh, I just got it out of the shop about uh, about four four or five months ago, and uh, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Like so many of the people we've interviewed, there is an origin story. This is where the story starts. Uh, and it started here at Red Bus. Here? Here at Red Bus. Okay. So at Red Bus, they had their grand opening. And I, I showed up for the grand opening. And I had about half a beer. And at that point, I'm a little tipsy. And uh, I saw there was another bus here. Uh, beautiful dark green with like a red pinstripe. And I was just, I was in love. And I called my wife and I said, I go, hey, forget about the concrete in the backyard. Let's get a bus. And she's like, well, why don't you call my brother? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, my brother, he's got, he's got a bus. And I remember, you know, we'd been married at that point probably nine years. And she had mentioned about this bus, but I'd never seen it, never really talked about it again. But at this moment now, everything kind of, started here so I called him and I said hey JC what do you Jody says you have a bus what is this and he's like yeah he goes I've got a 62 split window bus it's down it's parked down by the water in Seattle it's been parked there for eight years now and and I was like well what do you think yeah I was like can I keep it in the family can I can I you know bring it here and take care of it he goes yeah he goes come get it you can you can have it he saw it as a way of one. We're keeping it in the family. Uh, there's been a couple trips where he made with my uh, his sister, my my wife, and you know I kind of told him I was like, look, I'm just going to keep it in the family. I'm not trying to sell it. I'm not trying to make any money off of it. And so he was fine with that. When it was about three months after I had it, uh, there was a, a situation where he uh, 
fell on uh, some financial hard times and he called and said, are you interested in buying? And I said, absolutely. So I ended up buying it from him. And, um, but I'm still keeping it in the family. It's something that I love having the kids, you know, ride in the car with me. We go get ice cream. We just, it's a, it's novelty. I feel like I'm, I'm driving a Ferrari the way that people stare and I'll see passengers in a, in a, another car on two lanes over pointing and, you know, kind of, I can just read their lips like, look at that, you know, and it's, it's, it's cool. It's a great, uh, it's a great vehicle. One commonality we've seen across seven seasons of this podcast is that the VW bus just creeps into every aspect of their owner's lives. And oftentimes it becomes their business vehicle. I have two jobs. Um, my main source of income would be my uh, corporate job with a uh, manufacturer, a global manufacturer, and I cover Northern California and Northern Nevada. And the I started doing real estate in 2017 uh, and it was kind of like a side hustle, helping friends, family, and it's turned into a full-time gig. So I have two full-time jobs. When I was coming home from Seattle, or yeah, from the Seattle with the bus, um, I remembered there's a lot of windshield time. And so I remember this one time where I was showing some people a home and the home was probably in the 300,000 range. And a real estate agent pulled up in this probably $180,000 Range Rover. And I felt there was a big disconnect there about you know what you're driving to what you're showing, but that's, that's them. You know They're successful, they're doing what they wanna do, that's great. But at that point I realized I could drive this bus in front of a $5 million home or in front of a $10,000 mobile home. And so I've decided now this is my real estate uh, bus. So I I park it in front, do uh, open houses, and I'll, you know, drive to my client's house and and meet with them, and it's, you know, parked in front. Does parking a bus in front of a house actually attract clients? They love it. They love it. They, uh, one of my clients, that he wasn't a client at the time, it was an open house, and uh, he came in, and he goes, it was him and his wife, and he's like, hey, man, I'm only here. And he was just he was just cool. And he's like, I'm only here because of your bus. And he goes, well, we'll take a look at the house. And I'm like, cool. So he took a look at the house. And it was probably three months later, he called me, and he said, hey, man, he goes, um, I came to your open house, you know, three months ago. I don't know if you remember. I'm like, I still remember you, man. I said, you were you, you were cool, man. I said, yeah, we, we, we got along great. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm planning on selling and, and buying. And he goes, I want to uh, interview you. And so did it ended up you know winning the interview sold his house helped helped him buy another house um and it all started with the bus being out there in front the story of getting the bus though that also involves a real estate client my uh, neighbor across the street uh, his name was arnie uh i helped him get into the house across the street renting it he was a um a disabled veteran um retired sergeant major and I run over, I knock on his door, and I said, Arnie, I said, my, my brother-in-law has a, a, a bus that he said he's going to give to me. And he's, I'll never forget, he's sitting on the recliner, and he's like, well, what kind? I'm like, I don't know, he said something like a 62 splitty, split window or something. And he just, he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, you mother effer. He's like, that is, that's exactly what I want. And I'm like, well, he says we can go and pick it up. He's like, all right, let's do it. So 
two weeks later, I mean, I have a lot of points from, you know, being in the, in the corporate world. I have a lot of points for Alaska. So I was like, first class tickets for us to fly up there. And I rented a U-Haul with a trailer. And we went and picked this thing up and, and put it on the back of the trailer and started driving it home. Uh, that ride home, you know, was also with another uh, disabled vet. And we got some... We got some good time to spend with each other and uh, learn about each other. And uh, it's it's that time that I think veterans need between each other of, of just um, being fools, you know, telling jokes, laughing, making fun of each other. And and I'll I won't I won't forget that time with with Arnie on my way. Uh, on my way back and getting to take that trip with him and uh, learn about him and, and learn about myself and then uh, have the bus and start, you know, uh, doing, you know, more things with it. I mean, he, he's, he's a pretty rigid follower and was pretty upset when I got rid of some stuff with a bus. And so he's, uh, I've heard some, you know, pretty harsh words from him. But I also understand, like, this is my bus. This is what I need to do. This is my journey. And, and he's understood that, too. Um, but we've got, uh, you know, some events coming up soon that, uh, you know, we might be able to do some camping. I've got some, you know, good beer saved up that we're going to be able to enjoy that. For Jason to get to the point where he is camping is a process. And Arnie and the bus are part of that process. So I'm, I'm working on myself. There's some things that I'm doing um, personally to work on myself. I was in the military, um, and I have uh, PTSD, and there's, there's a journey that I'm working on to, to make that happen so my family can en- enjoy who I was before the military. Um, but camping is enjoyable, uh, and I would love to do that, but there's just a lot of things that... that are a part of um, that that whole escape, and it's it's kind of hard to get into. But my goal is to yes, do something like that where I can pop the kids in the in the in the bus and say, hey, let's go do something, even local, you know, Beals Point. Um, but but doing that now, there's just a lot of things that that kind of uh, take over, and when that when that happens, it's not fun for not fun for anybody else not fun for my family it's not fun for me so what i do is i just um i don't participate and try to participate in things that i that i can do and work from there we asked jason if he had any parting words of wisdom for people looking to buy their first bus follow your heart and that is you know let let the bus speak to you let the bus tell you i'm the one um i think there's some out there that you might look at it and be like, man, that's that's a lot to take on. But what's great about them is that they're if they're running and they're safe, you know, as far as like you know, they can they can break, you know, they don't even have to have a turn signal. They can break and they can go. I mean, you can you can work with it. Good advice. Thank you, Jason, for sharing your story with us. And thank you to Red Bus Brewing for introducing us to Jason. We also owe a debt of gratitude to our sponsors, the Jan Machowski Foundation of Switzerland, as well as Go Westie. To learn more about us and our 49th state adventure, visit ontheroadwithaddy.com. 
Until next time, everyone. 